Hey, happy, happy campers. campers. Welcome back to Camp Shady Birch. It is week 32. I don't know if you guys can tell by the sexiness and the rasp of my voice and yours as well. But um, Camp Shady Birch has been inundated with pollen and the allergies are in full effect. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Everything outside just looks like it's covered with that one yellow colored uh, crayon that everybody throws out. It's just pollen everywhere. I know. And it's funny. Like I could, I can survive a lot, right? I am actually, I'm a, I'm a huge complainer about most things. But um, <laughs> this is really kicking my ass this year. Are you guys experiencing this where you guys are from? Because if you're at Camp Shady Birch, you already know. These allergies are crazy right now. I know, and we're uh, we don't, we don't have like the sexy sick voice. Definitely because we're like not sick. But I'm Speak on for yourself. I'm on week three, and it sounds like I have a jelly bean stuck on my nose. This is my third week that I'm just like, what's going on? None of the pharmaceuticals can help me out here. I know my right ear is almost completely blocked. Um, I called the ambulance this morning and reported my <laughs> symptoms, and they said if you call again, we will arrest you. And I said, you know what? Fair enough. But it sucks. I'm really pro flower. I'm really pro spring. I'm really pro green. I am sisters to Mother Earth. Mm. But right now, I feel like she's bitch slapped me across the face. And it's yeah. like, girl, I thought we were good. We've been using paper straws. What's the tea? Okay. It's she's like, a bitch. Sorry. We're, we're looking at the flowers and they're so beautiful. And the flowers are looking at us and they're like, damn, you are swollen and wet. <laughs> like, what is going on with your face, babes? We're going to get through this episode. We're, we're not going to skip a week just because we have some stuffy nose and some brain fog, okay? We're here for you because that's what counselors do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week was a pretty crazy weekend. Um, one of my best friends, Kira, she got married and it was a bridal, bridal, bridal theme weekend. We had a bachelorette and a wedding wedding all within the same weekend, which is really funny. I was telling my barber that, that last week that it was going to be the bachelor on Thursday, wedding on Saturday. And he was like, right before the wedding. And I was, it was like, yeah, I was like, well, I guess that's how they used to do it. And I'm like, yeah, but then they learned that you shouldn't do that right before a wedding because I'm exhausted. You need some recoup time in there. We do. But it was fun. We actually went to Foxwoods Casino for a little bachelorette night on Thursday. And you know us, we love a casino. I'm really bad at everything in a casino, but I just, I love the lights. I think it's fun. It's well, just exciting. What was the game that called your name? Oh, so. Tell them. We, I hadn't even passed one of these machines and uh, everything in there, like no, there was nothing name brand. I don't even know what you would call it. Nothing branded, right? It was all just like generic uh, slot machines mostly. And something in the back of my head was like, you have to find like the Wizard of Oz one. And like, I like The Wizard of Oz, but I'm not like a super fan. It's just like came to me, right? Judy Garland whispered in my ear. So I said that to you and you were like, oh my God, they have one. And it was like the only branded one they had in the middle of it. So I said, you know what? I'm going it, to, this, it's, it's got to be a great sign. I'm about to win big. So I put in $20 and, uh, and I did not win anything. You so lost big. I lost big, but then you know what? It's been haunting me. Uh -huh. You guys, I, I did not use a credit card at all like when we were in the the casino and i've been getting targeted ads for specifically the wizard of oz slot uh app and i'm like what's going on yeah so guys the apple is listening big apple we love you because we got these ipads and you know we're huge fans but you are listening and we know it's the truth so just own up to it because these like weird targeted ads from the speakers of the phones i'm believing it you know i'm not a conspiracy theorist but this is something i do believe it that was just too specific and too weird i've gotten eight i screenshotted all of them if you're watching this on youtube i will put up these so you know i'm not lying but i've gotten eight targeted ads i didn't google anything that had to do with even the wizard of oz it's just spooky it's creepy i hate it well that's 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 the name of the game okay 
but what else did we do that was wild and fun that we want to talk about with the campers? Oh, we did an escape room. Have you guys done escape rooms before? Because they are a lot of fun for a very specific type of person. So Voxwoods has an escape room there, and there's two different tracks. Okay, you can do Mayan ruins, escape from escape from the hidden temple, or you can do this post-apocalyptic kind of zombie esque like after after earth whatever one so we did that one with the bridal party because the bride she's a big fan of activities like this i am here to morally support and be whatever everyone needs me to be for this but these are not my thing are they your thing do you 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 tell them so this was my first my first escape room i popped my my escape rusty um (laughs) and i don't i had fun i wasn't great at it you know what my downfall was i got the first puzzle right and i was like okay this is gonna be a breeze for me everyone's gonna be looking at me and being like oh my god jonathan 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 like we love you so much thank you for helping us escape the room that did not happen because i fell through shortly thereafter it was the only puzzle that i solved but i thought it was fun I had a good time. I think it's like the Disney adult in me that like loves the theming of it. I'm like, oh, this is like super immersive. And then it starts and everyone's like reading a little handwritten journal and like cracking cases and and making these triangle puzzles with numbers and shapes. And I'm in the corner clapping, celebrating, cheering, not contributing because it's not my jam. I, I, I like to do every like five minutes or so shout something like, um, we'll never get out of here or this one's really scary, you guys. And I just like to pretend like I'm on a TV show because I cannot help you crack some sort of computer code, okay? And I'm, I'm actually like really disappointed in myself because I grew up watching like MTV Challenge. If you guys are challenge people, you know, like I grew up on like Johnny Bananas and Wes and CT and DM. And that was like, but definitely more physical, but like it was very Survivor-esque where they had these kind of challenges. And I was, I was like, oh my God, I'm destined to be on the real world. I'm destined to be on this franchise. I would be so good at it. And um, y- y'all know I don't do anything physical in my entire life. Not, not willfully. Um, but this was my only opportunity to really prove that I was good at puzzles and I'm just gonna have to stick to my words for friends because I'm lost I'm lost in the sauce and I can't do them I'm bad at them going along with that I was kind of observing again as my first my first time and I came up with a little list of like the personality types that appear in the escape rooms. Tell us. Okay, so I've, I've got four here. So we've got the leader who needs to be in charge of every activity. If you solve a puzzle without them, they kind of, they're like, oh, yay, we're on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> they have So true. That is true. <laughs> a little glimmer of betrayal in their eye. Um, and teams can usually benefit from a leader, in my opinion, if their ego is in check. So that's of importance. The next one, the dilly-dallier. This is a person who's doing like a lot of touching things, a lot of like flipping over cushions. And then when they can't figure anything out, they're going straight back to that same cushion to make it look like they're still doing something. They're making full eye contact with the camera up there. So the guy is like, oh, that person, like that's the dilly dally or they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they're always the first one to be ready for a hint. You know, when you got to put two thumbs up for the camera, the dilly dally is always the first one to do that. The next, the buffoon. Or buffoons. This usually comes in a pair. It's the one who likes to crack a joke. And, you know, they may not be 
adding to to help solve the puzzle, but they are keeping morale high, which is of utmost yeah. importance. I didn't check out. I still participated. I was yeah. always also very willing to put my thumbs up for a hint. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I'm here for I'm here for the vibes, I'm here for the jokes. It's an hour long, okay? We gotta keep energy high. And the time went by really quick. I was like, damn, we're on the second. We need to pick it up, y'all. Well, we were busy. <laughs> yeah, we were. Okay, and then uh, we're just gonna wrap this up really quick. Then there's also the one who takes it a little too seriously. This is usually the person who's like has the subconscious competition and direct competition with the leader um but they're usually just like one step behind this is how i identify or as uh, that's what i think that i was um oh and and um then there's also the cheater which is the one that uses their phone which we didn't really use our phone no they said don't cheat and we didn't cheat because i was like yeah it's no fun it's no fun i'm already cheating by asking the guy for a hint every 24 seconds one more hint please one more hint he's like stop asking for hints <laughs> and i'm like well i'm nervous but um yeah it was fun um i'm really done with them though i'm like i've done two in my life you've done one I, i'm done i i don't need to do them again i literally do i will sit at the bar and have a cocktail, and I will cheer you guys on when you get out because I'm not good at them, and I don't like to do things I'm not good at. I know that's a sore loser complex, but I'm honest, and that's okay. Would you do one again? Hell yeah, yeah I would love would. to do one. There's one in King of Prussia, and it's Rugrats themed, and I don't know why it's Rugrats themed. I don't think they've changed it in the past four years, but I would love to do that one. Yeah, I'll do that one because once again, if the theming is good, I'll tag along. But it better be good. Attention, campers! Please meet at the old flagpole under the tall pine for morning announcements. Welcome back to morning announcements. Um, you guys got uh, some housekeeping from last week's housekeeping. It is, in fact, not a rotating door nor a rotisserie door. It is a revolving door. Um, and I had that in my head. I just don't know why it wasn't coming out. But um, but either way, we're calling it a rotisserie door from now on. But thank you for the numerous. Numerous, numerous DMs, emails, text messages, uh, faxes of people telling me once again that I was wrong. Um, hey, I'm human. We did receive in the administration office on Camp J.D. Birch 14 faxes that just said, revolving door, you moron. And we know who it was because we tracked the number and we're not happy with you. A um, couple other things going on with housekeeping. Jonathan did watch Lovely Bones. He did. What did you think? It was lovely. It was absolutely not lovely. I enjoyed it. It was creepy. It was weird. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It looked nothing like Norristown, Pennsylvania, where I lived for two years before I lived in Illinois for 10 years. Um, it was a little confusing. The CGI and the green screen was crazy. It was sad, heartbreaking. But I think Daniel Tucci was... That was a very unique role for him. That's why I had to bring it up because it's something that he does not do. He did not play a gay BFF for once in his life. And we have to commend him for that. Yeah. Very proud um, of you, Stanley. But I liked Saoirse Ronan too because I don't know how. She was like 16 when they did that. She's a good actress. Saoirse is a powerhouse through and through. I love that little Gaelic girl. Um, also, one more thing for housekeeping. I don't know where to put this in, but I wasn't going to do an episode and not talk about it. Guys, sister wife update. You know, I'm obsessed. Christine Brown is engaged. Wow. Her man was David Woolley. He was my um, camper crush of the week 
weeks ago when the announcement was made and they are already engaged, which is really fast. But you know what though? They're older. When you're older, you don't waste time. You know? You know. And I think she's ready to do the bang bang, do the cookie, do the bookie. She's like, Cody was not doing it for me Mm -hmm. for many years. She's ready to be loved by a man. She's ready for a deposit. And I I can't help but support her. So I love David Woolley. I'm excited about this. This new season is going to like shake the world. So I'm telling you guys now ahead of time, as most of you probably know, this new season is going to be insane. And I just love Christine and I'm happy for her. So I had to let you guys know. Morning announcements, you guys. We're moving forward. We're going to share some news that we think you might have missed that is very important because everybody needs some water cooler chit chat. Okay. It can't all be about the love is blind delay in the broadcasting. Okay. Y'all already heard about that. This is the stuff you didn't hear about. Um, Jonathan, do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. Oh, yeah, I'll go first. Guys, this is really crazy. So this, I, I saw this article on, I can't remember the website, but the guy's name was Ryan Osborne, and I think he'd rather me credit him over the website. So a uh, Kentucky man this week filed a lawsuit in Dallas County Court against Netflix, alleging the streaming giant used his pictures in a documentary about a hatchet-wielding hitchhiker who was convicted of murder. Oh. Did you watch that one? It was called The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. That was the... I've seen it on the scroll. Yeah. The, I have not seen it, but I remember the guy's face. Yeah, but me I, too. I don't know anything about the murder or Sc- what that's about. Scraggy looking man. Yeah. So he was kind of like a viral sensation, I guess. And um, and they, they said they described the documentary as like a happy-go-lucky nomad ascends to viral stardom and the steep downward spiral that results in his imprisonment. Guys, I really can't tell you much about the show. It's funny. I've almost clicked it so many times. I am like one of those people on Netflix that I have to scroll for like an hour and a half and then I like end up watching something I've already seen a hundred times. Because I just get overwhelmed. But I am very into this category of documentary. Like, we do watch a lot of true crime documentaries. They're always great, depressing, sad, emotional, triggering. But there is a level of entertainment that I do enjoy. And this one didn't seem spicy enough for me. It seemed a little too on the nose. Yeah, I don't know if I even watched the trailer. I didn't know that there was like a murder involved. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm still not sure. I can't tell you. But all this to say is that this man, Taylor Hazelwood, is suing Netflix for defamation because two times, two times in the documentary, a picture of him appears holding a hatchet. And this guy is like fielding, because it's been out for a while. I've been seeing this for a long time. Fielding texts and emails and stuff being like, hey, like your picture is in this. And I was kind of like reading like the whole like kind of comments on Reddit about it. And they were saying like the breakdown of like, oh, like the production might have, like the editors might have needed like one more picture. And then it ended up being like kind of been put to a producer and then a PA and like someone dropped the ball. Someone looked up a picture, never got the credit for it. And they use this man's face holding a hatchet Mm. from his Instagram without his like credit or like asking him. So, um, and it's weird too, because apparently like uh, there's a bunch of like pictures used throughout the entire documentary where they're blurring faces. It's like, why don't you just blur his face? So I'm sorry, contextually, were they, was it a mistake where they thought they were talking about the murderer and they put his picture up or just like, oh, so that's probably why they didn't blur his face because they thought they had the picture right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and that's the whole thing is like there, there is all, he's gotten all these, like he shared a bunch of his kind of like messages in court to kind of prove his case. And people were saying like, it's used in context, like showing your face and talking about like a murder or whatever. What's the picture? Is it just him with an ax? It's him with a hatchet. 
a hatchet. Yeah, it's okay. it's specifically a hatchet. And I, if you ask me on who wants to be a millionaire, the difference between a hatchet and an axe, I would simply phone a friend, and it wouldn't I be would, you. Oh, it wouldn't be me. Do you know the difference? Of course, I know the difference. Oh my god! Well, I chose the wrong friend to phone. I'm gonna. Do, 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 do. I would phone you. Thank you. What's the difference? An axe has a long handle and a hatchet has a smaller one. Oh. Well, I can fact check that, but that's just what you know. That's what I think. Well, maybe we got the answer right. Maybe we didn't. But you know who got the answer wrong? Netflix on this one. So Hazelwood is a respiratory therapist in an intensive care unit and is not connected to the McGivory or his murder case, his lawsuit says. You know what I think is really crazy? So this court case, they're kind of being like his reputation's on the line. It's defamation through and through. He's from Kentucky. They chose to file suit in Dallas, Texas. Now riddle me that. So I, it went right over my head, right? So if the article didn't talk about this, I never even thought about that. But the reason why they did that is because they think they have a better chance at getting more money or more like a, a better settlement out of Texas than they would in Kentucky. And they're allowed to do that because Netflix has streamed it all 50 states. So it's kind of like open to whatever. And big businesses do this all the time. So it's a kind of a corporate law that they love to kind of like finagle their bagel. So it's like, haha, Netflix is getting their bagel finagled this time. And I think it's right. And I think, I don't know if it'll actually go through. He's seeking $1 million in punitive damages. First of all, I'm obsessed with that word, punitive damages. I'm not even sure what it means, but go off, Hazelwood. Um, I don't think you'll get it. I don't think you'll get a million. No, they always, they, they, you know, they aim high and then... They don't get what he, they want, but they get a settlement. It's, it always goes that way. He's going to settle his kettle, and they just need to like simply update the update the documentary. It cannot be that hard to take yeah, two oh photos God. out. Well, they couldn't go live. Netflix is on the chopping block this week. Like, Netflix. What's going on? You guys really need to get together and sued. Cheesecake Factory is dragging you in the comments, <laughs> guys. Did you see that? Yeah. Why don't you tell really, really quick, just so like people who might not know. Yeah. So basically, the Netflix, Netflix was trying to do a live reunion of Love is Blind. It took like an hour and on to like get going and the audio was off it was a complete disaster it was their first ever live thing ever and it messed up and while people were waiting for updates on twitter cheesecake factor tweeted at netflix and they were like get it together netflix this wait time is longer than our entire menu and i was like cheesecake factory shots fired not in the conversation but added yourself that 21-year-old social media manager named Haley is killing it and got a raise she is bet just posted about it so that was really funny and smart yeah, and as we're recording this, that happens like last night. Last so night, yeah. A mere 12 hours ago. Yeah, it's fresh on the news. But that's all I got to for you today. Netflix, eh, get it together. Hazelwood, get your bag. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Um. All right. So, oh, this is kind of somewhat similar. What is it? Okay, so this is an article coming from the Jerusalem Post, and it's titled, Two Men Hospitalized After Game of Monopoly Ends in a Sword Fight. Okay. All right. So picture this. It's 5 a.m. We're in Brussels, and there's a group of four people who are outside playing Monopoly. Um, again, it's 5 a.m. They're being very loud. I can only assume cocaine's involved, but that's just my own assumptions. I could be totally wrong. Maybe I'm projecting. Um, so they were loud enough to wake the neighbors. So this father and son, who were the neighbors, came out. They were like, hey, STFU, um, which does stand for shut the... F up and one of the monopoly players is like i'm i'm winning i just got baltic avenue i just got boardwalk like i have something to celebrate so you can stf you so then one of the uh, i'm not sure if it was the father or the son one of them goes inside and grabs a katana 
a giant like samurai sword essentially and um they start arguing and the argument gets uh elevated and the monopoly players are like oh shit like this guy is not joking so they go to try to grab the katana from him as he tries to grab it 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 pulls off the um what's it called the uh the sheath yes wow i know words wow baby where's you came friends, through you guys. with that is that from words with friends no i just know the word sheath oh, okay well the little cover the cap <laughs> <laughs> the knife cap. Keep the knife going. cap. They pulled it off, and then it's unclear what happened next. But um, but the blade cut them both, and the Monopoly player was okay. But the son, who I believe brought the sword out, is in critical condition because <gasps> he had one of his arteries cut. Oh no! Yeah, um, I did not check to see if he made it. I got I gathered this article a couple of days ago, so I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, don't bring a don't bring a sword to a monopoly fight. I guess is is the name of the game here. Yeah, board games can really bring out the worst in people. In this case, arteries were sliced, but in my case, I've lost friendships over games of sorry. Uh, you also spent sixty dollars on a game of life. I'm not gonna get into this again, okay? It's my money. It's my card, okay? I I work my ass off. So if I want to spend sixty dollars on a collector's edition from 1970s of the board game of life, play it once, hate the version, wish it was the more modern version for twenty dollars, I will do that. And that is what happened. It's my prerogative, okay? I like a game board. But the problem with that game board is it's so big and you can never store it properly. It doesn't fit in a classic game cupboard where the rest of your games are stored. And that one's always out, Lucy Kabusi. I don't like it. I don't like it. What game would you play that would result in you being stabbed in the artery? I feel like I don't really take games that seriously. Not true. I don't... Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um the game no it wouldn't be life because i feel like there's not much of a strategy there i don't know maybe connect four i could fuck someone up over connect four one time me and jonathan we first started dating we were playing clue in pennsylvania with his friends and i am not familiar with the game clue apologies in advance but jonathan loves clue and he kept making fun of me every single round for being wrong i'll never forget this every single thing i did you we were like that was so dumb whatever and it, by the 20th time i was like i'm sorry i don't know how to play and i was like so upset because it was like everything i did in that game was not the right thing to do and you thought it was so funny and i was like i'm gonna pull a katana off the, <laughs> the wall right now and start swinging it if you call me out one more time in this game in front of your friends the entire time i don't with recall april oh i recall because i was being humiliated in front of your friends we first started dating you were being hazed i was being hazed and for now and forevermore i will hate the game clue but you love clue i love clue that's one of my favorites um it's up there i like jumanji but i do get a little scared when i play it because the riddles are a little too close to home who do you pick in clue i want to know i'm sorry to bring it back to clue who do i pick yeah who's your character usually plum plum yeah for me, moving forward, who's a cool character for me to pick so I don't get made fun of? Uh, I think Colonel Mustard, maybe maybe Scarlet. Scarlet's Johansson, hot. yeah. I will always pick the hottest game character in every game. I don't care. Mm. As long as she's available. Yeah, I they've changed them up to, I think, the newer ones. They have, like, new characters, like, the same names, but they're, like, totally different backstories. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. In in Super Mario, who is who's hotter, Daisy 
um, Peach or who's Miss Icy Blonde Blue? Oh, what's Elsa. Her, what's her name? It's not Elsa, but she's giving Elsa vibes. I don't know. She's hot though. I don't know what it is about Daisy, but she pisses me off. Oh, I like her. I'm always friends with the brunette. What's wrong with them? I think it's just because when we play, um, what is it? Uh, Mario Party. She's always just like that. She's always coming after me when yeah. she's like the computer generated girl. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of Daisy. I'm not a fan. Get out of the water and onto the dock. You're not going to believe what I just heard. Welcome back to Gossip Dock. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Stop it. I'm doing my best here. I do it for you. The show must go on. Oh, this is Gossip Dock, guys. This is when you can submit some crazy, creepy stories to me and Jonathan. Just some tea that you've heard that you know or that you just want to spill. Get off your chest anonymously. You can go to camcounselorspodcast.com and fill out a little thing for us there and we can read it on the show. Um, actually, so this one was sent to me on Instagram. Someone was like, hey, like I saw this on read it um i think you should read it on the show it's just not my story and i read it and i was like wait i actually love this and i do want to share it so sorry that's not a listener submitted but you guys are gonna love it so i'm gonna get right into it okay as a hairstylist i hear a lot of crazy gossip sorry side note hairstylists (laughs) do yeah hairstylists get the tea so if a hairstylist tells you something always believe them um sometimes i'll get clients and they'll refer their siblings or parents or some other relative I just have to pretend I don't know shit when they start telling me gossip about other clients. It's wild. A friend slash client of mine referred her aunt and she was very comfortable telling a lot of her personal business. Aunt wouldn't stop telling me about how much she hates her son-in-law and vice versa. They despise each other. Her and her daughter are also very close. And I was thinking maybe she was just overbearing or overprotective over her. She then refers her daughter to me. I don't tell her anything that her mom says about her. Daughter tells me that her husband cheated on her before, so she's just mentally checked out of their marriage. She knows he lies, and he says he's staying late for work when he actually sees other girls. She doesn't care anymore. She just stays for the kids. But because of this, her mom hates him and tries to keep the kids away from their dad. She takes care of the kids when the daughter's at work, and the husband won't show up to pick up the kids from her mother's house just to avoid seeing her. So fast forward a couple weeks later, we cycle back to my friend who originally referred the aunt to me. She asked me how the appointment went. I said, good. I was vague about it. I just said that it seems like they're going through a lot. She then spills the beans. Oh, God. Long story short, the woman that the daughter's husband was having an affair with was her own mother. He cut things off with her and she now hates him and makes his life difficult. The daughter doesn't know. The mother's husband knows she had an affair, but doesn't know it was with the son-in-law. Several people in the family know, but no one is telling them. It's a fucking mess. That was the story. Scandal. I know. God damn, I need a fucking family tree to see how that was. I know. So basically, daughter's being cheated on. She's aware of it. She's checked out of the marriage. She's staying for the kids. Mother hates the son, is very vague about it. The daughter knows she hates the son. He won't pick up the kids from the mother's house because she has a lot of the babysitting because they hate each other. But the reason why they hate each other is because they were having an affair. And the, 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 the her daughter knows he had an affair. The husband knows he had an affair, but neither of them all know that it was with each other isn't that scary i weird? wonder i wonder if they really hate each other or if if that was like a cover-up i don't know i don't know it, apparently he cut him off, he cut her off 
And oh. She, yeah, so she's a terrible mother. Yeah. A terrible. And I would never call anybody a terrible mother because I'm not a parent. But I think, guys, does this give me grounds? Is she a terrible mother? She's a terrible mother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just like love that a hairstylist got to say this because they get to know it all. They really get to know their clients. And and people were saying in the comments on Reddit for her to be like, oh, like you really should share that information. And like, okay, uh-uh. I don't know. It's like she definitely needs to know. But as I think if 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 family members know, the family needs to tell her. The yeah. hairstylist is uh-uh. not She's needs to not be getting it. involved. She's just the one who's taking it, bringing it to Reddit, which then in turn is going to be ending up on a podcast. She said 20, she got a 20% tip every eight weeks for some new highlights. She's Baby, like, I'm not doing all this. I'm not being a home wrecker for that, okay? No, man. Get your balayage and get the hell out of my chair. <laughs> I'm not doing it. What is it about? A hairdresser that makes you want to open up. Because I do that too with my hairdresser. Oh, I'm like, my God. The intimate conversations. I open up about a lot when I'm in that little chair. My barber opened mm. up to me about him and his girlfriend breaking up. And it was really intense. And they had a whole vacation planned. And I was like, when's the vacation coming up to Mexico? And he was like, really weird that day. And he was like, we talked last night. And we're splitting up. And I was like, oh, my God. My God. This is nuts. And it sucked because he's not getting his, he's not getting his deposit back. And it's like, I don't really know him that well. I see him every two weeks. Well, you know what? You sit in someone's chair every two weeks mm. for 45 minutes. You get to know someone pretty well. Yeah. And I love my barber. And you know what? I have noticed that was a month ago. He has a lighter energy. I think he's transitioning. We live in New York, baby, okay? Dime a dozen out here. Get back out there. Get on the prowl. And I think he has. Um, and he has a new vacation already planned up with his friends. So he's doing well. But all that to say, I do share a lot of information with the hair people. And I know some campers out there are hairstylists. You guys, keep it anonymous. But if you have some tea that's been spilled in your chair. Oh, yes. Feel free to that let us be, know. If there was enough of that, would be a fun segment. Something camping hair related. Um, bitches in the braids. Yes, hairstylists, please let us know at campcounselorspodcast.com. Give us that hair drama. We crave it. Grab your bug juice and bear spray campers. It's time to pack it up and take a hike. Welcome back to Take a Hike. This is the part of the show where we bitch a little and we tell something to take a hike. What are you telling to take a hike this week? What's been annoying me this week more than usual because we just did a lot of driving, went to Philly for Easter, and then I went back to Mass for the wedding. If I'm driving on a highway and I am going to pass you and you then choose to speed up what is the motive? What is the energy? What is so wrong in your life that you're now going to include me and piss me off? And now, now all of a sudden, you want to put the pedal to the metal. I'm not doing it, okay? Because I'm going to pass you and I have road rage. I'm not proud of it, okay? But I'm open with you guys. I tell you guys everything. I just, I do. And I feel like that really enrages me, okay? I don't understand why people do that. Yeah, no, I witnessed it firsthand too. I was like, what is this man doing? Like he was slamming on his brakes just to slow us down in the fast lane and then zipped around us and then kept doing it to other people. He just, he had issues. Yeah, he did. And I was like, whatever. And I ended up backing off because it was late. And I was like, I don't have the energy to really give this guy the what, what, two, two. But then he did it to somebody else too. And he was, they were going back and forth that. And I was like, they are going to get in trouble, those two. Let those silly gooses run off into the distance. Actually, that was not silly goose. That was bad duck behavior. <laughs> and it was not silly goose. But um, yeah, I just think it's like so weird. It's like, if you're going slow, guys you need to get over and if you're in the left lane you're in the left lane 
push it, okay? The rest of us have places to go. I'm doing a three and a half hour drive right now. I'm not going a 70 at any single point of this. I'm 80 plus, okay? I have ways on. I see when the cops are coming. Do not go in the left lane unless you're about that life. Bitch, you're not about that life. And if you need a minute to check out and kind of go a little slower, get over. Let people drive. What I have to say? You don't got to stay in your lane, but you got to stay the heck out of mine. I love that. What are you taking a hike this week? So what I'm going to tell to take a hike is people who just have a lot to say about what I'm doing. Let's, <laughs> if I'm drinking a Red Bull, I don't need you to tell me how bad Red Bull is for me. Uh-huh. I'm aware, babe, but I'm also very tired. Okay. I don't need you to remind me that Diet Coke has aspartame in it and aspartame is bad for me. I don't, I'm not offering you a can, babe. What do you have to say? I don't care. I'm aware, okay? So just let me make my choices and let me enjoy my Coke Zero while I have this this time left on Earth. I know. People have a lot to say about things that don't involve them at all. It's like, it's one thing if you say something to me or I say something to you because we're in a relationship and we can do that. Yeah. But it's it's people of the general public who just have too much to say 24-7 about shit that doesn't involve them, okay? And if you're not reading my energy when I'm like, okay... And then you continue on about something that I'm doing that's bothering you that wasn't brought up and I don't really know you at all. It's just like, what are you doing, babes? I And I'm also, I know it's bad for me, so keep it out of the comments. I'm also in my five-hour energy phase right now. Yeah, you are. I am. That is really bad for you. I know. I I know. Well, you know what the one that I won't do because you and I took the extra strength? I will never do that again. Mm -hmm. We were shaky. We were quaky. We were anxiety riddled. And you were like, why do I feel so like anxious and weird? And I was like, we took a five hour energy about seven hours ago, but it was extra strength because I bought that by mistake. So we're not going to be doing that again. Yeah. I only drink a Red Bull if I need it. I had one last time because we were doing the three hour drive back and I was like, I need to stay alert, but I'm not willingly like choosing this lifestyle. Okay. I'm booked. I'm busy. I have places to be. Mind your business. Or I'm going to start talking about those cliffhanger toenails and that weird denim jacket you're always wearing. (laughs) Stop Mm. it. Take a hike. Do you think the new counselor likes the top bunk or the bottom bunk? Over. Either way, I'm giving them my boondoggle keychain. Over. Welcome back to Crush of the Week. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we're loving, what we're kissing, what we're snogging, what we just want to give some admiration to. We spent the last segment bitching. So now we're going to reverse the curse on that one and say, hey, we're loving this though. So it's all about that yin and yang. What do you have? What are you crushing on this week? Why do we never like recognize that we just went from bitching and now we're like, we lovey dovey dovey. Listen, 32 weeks in and we're learning new things about ourselves yeah. every day here at Camp Shady Birch. All right, you guys, I don't know if the pharmaceuticals are wearing off or if they're kicking in, but I'm feeling a little creepy and kooky. Creepy, creepy. My crush of the week is a giant anteater. And let me tell you why. Right. I was scrolling through Instagram. I live on my explore page. You know, that's where that's where I found you. And look where it got me. <laughs> so you could shit on me all you want. But I was, I saw a little anteater and I was like, ooh, what is this? And it was one of those things where you scroll and you like read a couple of facts. I don't know anything about an anteater. I've never seen one in the wild. Well, for obvious reasons, but I've never seen one like at a zoo or anything. So I was like, let me, let me scroll a little bit and learn about an anteater. I thought this was so interesting. Are you ready for this? I'm going to yeah. give a full presentation. Go for it. All right. So giant anteaters are found throughout Central and South America, except for Guatemala, where they are considered 
considered to be extinct. Um, and they live in wetlands and grasslands and tropical forests. So they're just like loving those, those wet, soaky temperatures. So they have terrible eyesight and hearing, which I feel like I did know. And I think it's because their big schnoz is giving it away. But that baby's working overtime because they can identify a particular species of an ant or a termite, which is the only thing that they eat by just like smelling it before they even in in invade the their little nest isn't that crazy that is crazy they have a two foot long tongue ew <laughs> i know it's and, feral and it can like flick in and out of its mouth 150 times per minute sounds like my auntie jesse sorry <laughs> We are sick. Um, and also their tongue is coated in a sticky saliva, which allows the anteater to slurp up ants and termites. Again, which is basically the only thing that they live on. They don't drink water much. They live in the wetlands and they don't drink a lot of water. It says that they get like the water that they need from the 40 ants that they eat. They only eat 40. Okay. They only eat 40 and then they're like, I'm full. That's not even that many. I know. I was thinking it'd be more of an, like, I don't know, the exterminator breed. So sorry, 140. <laughs> okay. Well, that's still, honestly, I've seen more than 140 ants in a little trail on a sidewalk before. You go into a little picnic basket on a little gingham picnic. They love. Picnic blanket. Ants love gingham. Let's just say that right now. So that's my report on the giant ant eater. That's what I've been crushing on this week. Yeah. I've never actually seen one. I don't even, I don't think I've ever seen one at a zoo um, I just wish they would um, eat more ants. I hate ants, but um, we love them. We love you, large anteaters. Giant anteater. Also, they don't know. Sorry, one last thing. I, I just saw that I didn't speak out loud. Um, their lifespan in the wild is unknown, but in captivity, they can live uh, over 26 years. Wow. Yeah. So what are you uh, What are you crushing on? My crush of the week is the new winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season 15, Miss Sasha Colby. Love you. I just want to give a little shout out. So obviously you guys know I'm a huge Drag Race fan. It was a great season and I knew Sasha Colby was going to win from the first episode. She was my roster. She was my pick. She's your drag queen's favorite drag queen. And that was her intro title thing and people thought it was cocky, but like if you knew, you knew. And um, she was just amazing and she got crowned. We actually missed it. I was super bummed well we had the rehearsal for Kira so yeah. sorry but I did want to watch and it was such a long night and I sat in bed and I watched all the recaps on TikTok I still haven't seen the full episode yet but I just wanted to give a little shout out to our new reigning RuPaul's Drag Race queen crown um and that's a I, I could talk about her all day long but i know the real fans know who she is and i just and i love her so much and i'm just so proud and i'm a little sad the season's over i know it was a good season but they already dropped the promo for all stars so it's like they don't stop giving us drag race content but i love the real seasons more than the all stars because they're just like it's the new it's the new queens i didn't see the all stars trailer they I didn't, didn't show the people yet they just showed like a little promo image of rue oh yeah but sasha colby she's been in the business for a decade decades now and this was like a queen who deserved her flowers it wasn't some young buck out here okay this was a seasoned professional a queen of all queens and it was a great season so sasha colby you will never see this but just know we've hung your picture in the hall of fame here at camp shady birch we love you queen what song's been sucking your head all week welcome to camp songs Welcome back to Camp Songs. This is where we talk about what songs were stuck in our head all week. And this song has genuinely been stuck in my head all week. It is 
what it is by Dochi, the solo version. She does have a version that's with Kodak Black and I'm not loving it. He's also in the music video and it is what it is, what it is. Um, but I just love that song, what it is, what's the... I don't know much about Dochi. Like, does she have any other songs? Or is that, I know that song because you love to play that one. Yeah, she had one with SZA that kind of blew up on TikTok. Um, I forget what it's called, but um, she's definitely one to keep on the radar. Okay, guys, Dochi, we'll have to check that one out. It'll be added to the camp playlist. So it's called Camp Songs. It's linked in the episode description on YouTube and on Spotify if you want to catch up on over 60 magical songs that we've curated just for you campers. Mm -hmm. So what have you got on the docket? What's uh, What song have you been singing? I've been singing a little Dua Lipa this week, guys. I love Dua, and I just feel like we need to give her her flowers this episode. Dua's just been putting out hit after hit like for years now and i feel like we're not recognizing it like she's giving that like katie perry track where it's like everything she touches turns to gold and i've been a fan for like a long long time so my song this week is called genesis by dua lipa it's her first song off uh, on her like title like what do you call it? like her first her debut album, album her debut album which yeah. is also called dua lipa so it's like the beginning of the album and the beginning of her career in a way and it's, it's called genesis isn't, it's called genesis which is obviously like in the beginning god created heaven on earth which is like the start of the bible it's the start of her career it's the start of the song like it just got this like great like melodic tune to it and the song is like all about like wanting to stay in that honeymoon phase in a relationship but like i just feel like it's such a great song it's got a great beat to it and that whole album's amazing i love her so much it's really funny. She actually was touring in the United States for press, um, like in the when the album first came out, and she, like she was still kind of unknown. So she was doing a lot of smaller venues. In the middle of that tour, New Rules came out. That song, like mm -hmm. I got new rules, I can't. Oh, doop, doop. I remember. And then she blew up overnight. So like she had to finish out those committed dates for those smaller tours, and then did a retour of like the United States at bigger venues. So she actually did like a, it was like a radio tour. So she came to New Bedford, where I was from. And she did like a small like show through Fun 107 at a bar that my cousin owned with her ex-husband. And I asked her to get me tickets and she said it's a really hard show to get into. And she did not get me tickets. My cousin did not get me tickets even though she was married to the owner. And I saw pictures from the event and everyone was sitting at these high bar tops and I was not allowed to go. And I will never forgive her for that. Um, I harbor a little bit of resentment towards it, but Dua Lipa came to New Bedford and played a 20 person show, but it was a hard ticket for me to get into when her husband owned the bar. I'm sorry, family drama. I'm airing <laughs> it out here. Um, and I could have seen her. And then we saw her for your birthday yeah. last year and she played a stadium. So I could have been in early, but my cousin, get rocks. Anyways, <laughs> Genesis by Dua. Ugh, she's the best. Her last album, Future Nostalgia, not a single skip. Nope. Not no a skip. single one. And even the one song that I would skip, I would listen to anyway. You did last night. She's so good. She comes out with bangers. I really don't know that much about her. Where isn't she? Is she Australian? She's born in London. Her parents are Albanian and Kosovo, which is former Yugoslavia. Her dad is in the music industry as well. He started some like really big music festival out there, like basically like Kosovo's Coachella. Oh. And so she actually moved to London out of her parents' like home in Kosovo at 15 moved into a flat pursuing music she was signed to 18 her birthday I think is August 25th she's 27 years old born 1995 okay, she's so, our age so you, you know a lot about her well I'm gonna talk about her gotta know some things about I her I love that I love her I love you Dua scary stories around the campfire 
It's time for scary stories around the campfire. This is the part of the show where I read you listener submitted scary stories or embarrassing stories. You can send them into campcounselorspod at gmail.com or go to campcounselorspodcast.com and there's a little tab at the top that says write in. You can write on in and we might just read it. Uh, okay, so this starts out with Hey, handsome counselors. I'm already, you already knew I was going to read it. <laughs> I have a scary story for you. My dad passed away when I was 15 and some strange things began to happen around the house after he died. I was home alone one night watching TV when all of a sudden I heard someone walking up the basement stairs and the door started shaking. My dog was going bonkers so I grabbed her and ran into my bedroom, stuffed the pillows under the door as if that would stop a dead man from coming into the room, and I slept with the lights on and heard someone walking up and down the hallway all night. Okay, how do we know that this is a ghost? Because like initially wouldn't she be like, oh, there might be an actual intruder in my house? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I, My first thought is never ghost. It's always, oh no, someone's breaking in. Okay, well, luckily that wasn't the case here. So then, one night, my brother and his friends were sleeping downstairs. His one friend woke up the next morning and said he heard someone walking down the stairs, coughing, and then walked away before he could see anyone there. My dad died from lung disease and coughed all the time. That's creepy. And then one night, my mom was watching TV downstairs and she said she fell asleep. And when she woke up, she thought she saw my dad standing in the corner of the room watching her. So she stopped watching TV down there. A few weeks later, the same thing happened to my brother. The phone would always ring. And when we would answer, no one would be there. Then when I moved out of the house, my light bulbs would always go out within the first week of me moving into a new space. My God. I moved a lot, but it would always happen until I politely asked my dad to stop. When I moved in with my now husband, I was cooking dinner and telling him this story, and he wasn't really believing me. Then, all of a sudden, for the first time in a long time, the oven light went out. I was like, I told you so. Also, at our wedding, there was a light that shone down on the wedding cake, and it flickered the entire night. He loves to come back as the light. I know. That's kind of sweet. I like that. It's like a nice ghost. It's like your father. I like yeah. that. It's kind of scary in the beginning until you can kind of connect the dots and be like, there it is. No. And then she just signed off. She said, signed the scared camper in cabin seven, sleeping with one eye open. So cabin seven does have an electrical issue. And now we don't have to get it fixed because we understand what's happening there. And I love that. I know. It's kind of like, a, they're like little kisses from the other side. Just like, hey, I'm here. I see you. Oh, my God. Kisses from the other side. That would be a great movie on, I would say, Hallmark over Netflix. But, yeah, Kisses <laughs> from the other side. I'm actually going to bookmark that. I love that. Yeah, I love that, too. But uh, if you guys want to send in a story, again, if you want to do it for Gossip Doc, if you need advice on anything, you can send it into campcounselorspod at gmail.com or go to our website, campcounselorspodcast.com, and at the top, you can write on in. That's all we got for you this week, everybody. Take your mucinex, blow your nose, and call your mother. We love you so much. And with that being said, lights, lights out, out campers. campers.